You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Game After Show. Oh, yeah. Come on. I'm missing it. I'm Come missing on. It. Come on, you gotta get with it, Fallon. You gotta get with it. Well, speaking of getting with it, thank you so much for getting with us this evening. This is the official AfterBuzz show for the game. And speaking of game, who's sitting me to the right right now is no game at all when oh. it comes to dressing up. The one, the only, my beautiful co-host, Fallon. Oh, thank you. That was such a beautiful introduction. Hi, everyone. I'm Fallon. As you know, I'm one of your co-hosts. And it's funny because Kevin and I were literally making fun of all of our co-hosts because as you can see, nobody's here. This is episode eight yep. of season Ocho. seven. And it's just us two. It Everybody, is. Look, Brandon's not here. Meg is not here. Ashley's not here. Well, Brandon, he He's out playing football right now for all the viewers. If you didn't know, Brandon's a football player, so he's taking <laughs> care of that. Megan actually had to work, so you know, our our mm-hmm. prayers and blessings with her as she's working still this late. And Ashley, uh, oh, there was a sale at Macy's, and she had to get there by nine. So, you know, Ashley, we love you. Well, Pick shout some- out to our co-hosts. Yeah. Yes, we love them very much. And where can we find you online? You can find me online at Hey Kevin John or on my website, it's KevinJohn.com. And Fallon, where can we find you? At Fit with Fallon on Instagram and Twitter. You know, I, I tweeted today. I haven't tweeted in months. It's been like four months since I tweeted. And I see all the AfterBuzz tweets. And I know tonight is a great episode for Maria's show, which kind of showcases us at AfterBuzz, that which is, is kind of cool. True. So you got to check out uh, Chasing Ch- Maria. At 10 o'clock on Oxygen. Mm-hmm. Check your local listings for everything. But yeah, definitely check it out because you'll see this after buzz and how this whole thing came about and the mastermind behind it. So definitely check it out. Now, Fallon, you said you just checked your uh, Twitter for the first time last. So then all those times when you were on here saying you can follow me at or speak with me at your Twitter handle, you were just telling them to go there and basically talk to a brick wall. Basically. Yes. Wow. But what I've noticed is I didn't miss much action. I don't know. I just been so addicted to Instagram lately. That is true. Well, speaking of missing action, there was a lot of action that went on today in the game, episode eight. First of all, we start off again with everyone's favorite couple, Blue and Kira. You're joking, right? I know. That, <laughs> that is, that's called sarcasm right there. Yeah. I think and, they got it. And it's funny because when you're in a relationship, you do go through these kind of, um, these boring or, you know, yeah. not exciting times. There's no drama going on. They're, they mm-hmm. just moved into each uh, together with each other they're kind of happy and in love and like but for us viewers there's nothing exciting to see like i need some storylines from them and they have nothing yeah exactly and i you know i even think the writers are probably trying to figure out how can we bring these characters yeah. to life because there's just not i mean at first i understand the banter they're going back and forth and you know are they going to end up are they not but now that they are together there's not like you much you can 
do to that to elevate it, yeah. you know? I think what we'll probably see in the next episode, um, I know when you live together, you're not used to sharing space. Yeah. So we'll see them, you know, Kira uh, getting in trouble for maybe going to the bathroom with the door open and, uh, <laughs> you know, Blue getting in trouble for leaving his food all over the place. There'll be something like that, you know, just rooming together causes kind of people to that butt does. heads at times, so. Exactly. And speaking of bumping heads, someone that has to bump out a baby bump is also – these segues are golden, by the you're, way. You're, you're, you're um, on I'm fishing. I'm fishing here. But uh, speaking of which, uh, yeah, so we see uh, Tasha is – um, going through her, what is it? What do they call that? Baby Lamaze 101? Lamaze classes. Lamaze <laughs> classes. Now, are you really supposed to breathe like that when you're having a baby? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? Your, like, your, your body's going into shock. You don't know what's going on. Not that I have children, but I do have, I think, 13 nieces and nephews now. So wow. I've, I've seen quite a, quite a few, uh, births, uh, in my day, but your body's going into shock. You don't like, no matter how many times you've done it, you get scared. So what you want to do is trying to kind of calm yourself down. So you breathe to kind of relieve stress. And so then my question is, if you happen to have a cesarean, yeah. Um, do you still have to, no, since no. they're just cutting yeah, you they're just, open? You just lay there and when you get a C-section, there's actually, um, uh, they, they cover you up so you can't see from the waist down. So you can't see them go. Cause th- th- that would be kind of gruesome to be able to that see. That would be your stomach. extremely gruesome. But yeah. okay. So it's only through natural birth that you have to. <laughs> yes. That's interesting. I did not, as you can tell, I've never been in a, uh, baby, uh, what are they, those rooms called where the babies give birth? The emergency rooms? What is it? There's not an emergency room, but <laughs> I thought there was a specific word for the room. Um, I don't know. Is the delivery room. The delivery room. The delivery room. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> Clearly no one on this panel is a doctor or pediatrician. But so. you know, somebody who does have experience with pregnancies is Kelly and Kelly's in the room with her yes. daughter and she's there to help. Love that segue, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Sweet. She's there. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, man. Thank you. She's there to help her friend Tasha. And, you know, this is, this is, uh, I can't imagine going, you know, 20, 30 years without having a child and then having another child. So she doesn't know what she's doing. And we can see it. Even, yeah. even Kelly's daughter is like, uh, Tasha, your baby is going to die if you lay your baby on the, the ground face down. Like that's, that's a lot of kids die from SIDS, you know? And yeah. It's, well, you know, what did she call that? That's, it's called sudden infant, baby infant syndrome or yeah, something, sin, death syndrome. Sudden infant death, death syndrome. Something like that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, certain things that you would think are common sense, you yeah. know, don't leave your baby on the back, you know, don't shake your baby, don't, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just funny just how clueless she is coming into, like she is so not equipped or adequate to have a child. And you it's, know? it's, it's, it's crazy because it's just like you would think you had a child once that you would just you would kind of it would come back to you like riding a bike. And I think Tasha is so self absorbed at this yeah. point in her life that maybe we'll see a Tasha that we will finally be OK with that will like maybe finally, you know, show mature. And are you turning me down? Are you no, I'm, try, I'm, I'm trying to find mine in here. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> maybe, you know, we'll see her mature by having a child. Mm-hmm. Another one. Well, I, I agree because I think there is a huge um, level of maturity that she needs to to get into her because right now it's it's almost like watching a 15 year old that's giving birth for the first time exactly. watching t- which everything that she's doing and just the big 
you know, clueless circus act that's yeah. going on there. So she might not be 15, but, um, you know, we see Kelly's daughter who's 15. What's her name again? Why didn't I go blank? Um, her name is, and we should know because she was on know, here as a her. guest. We love no, but her. I'm trying to, death. to think of her, her name on the show. I forgot her name on the show as well. So we're just calling her Kelly's daughter for the, <laughs> if you know her name, please leave the comments for us. Um, anyway, so she, she kind of, really gave it to her mom she and did. was like, how are you going to sit there and tell Tasha how to be a mom when you're not a, being a good mom yourself? And it was kind of like a low blow. I was just like, wow. But, you know, I can understand where she's coming from. You know, you would think a daughter's relationship is closest with her mother and not her father. And from this sense, it seems like she's probably closer to Jason than she is Kelly because Kelly up and disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. And we even see her getting close with Chardonnay from last se- um, episode. Mm-hmm. We see her throwing out um, Jason's stuff and, you know, kind of kind of giving Chardonnay, you know, um, some support. support. Yeah. And, you know, I guess more than anything, the thing that if you can take anything positive out of this is the fact that Kelly did acknowledge that she was not the best mother. She acknowledged that she failed and things like that. So it doesn't necessarily make it better because obviously you see the effects that it had on her daughter. But, you know, the fact that she is somewhat trying to reconcile. And by the way, I don't know how much this would salvage the relationship with your daughter by just giving her a credit card and telling her to go to the mall. But I do think there's a lot of 15-year-old girls that would love to have that kind of relationship Actually, with their mother. I am, you know, yeah. way over 15, and I'll, I would like to have that relationship. Right? I'm Give just saying. Give me your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of 15-year-old girls, one thing as a 15-year-old girl that you always dream of is a big, elaborate, perfect wedding. And, you know, next we see Chardonnay that is planning just this extravagant wedding of hers. Um, that she wants, you know, that obviously Jason had, um, you know, completely endorsed and said he was behind. And you just see all the time and effort that goes into it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you know, I understand that they're doing this again so he can pledge, I guess, re pledge his love to her. Well, yeah, he, he was in the doghouse and I think that was the last, you know, card that he could pull out and throw on the table that would keep Chardonnay. You know, mm-hmm. as a woman, and you find out that your husband has been lying to you and is cheating on you with your ex, like there's no way that you can really come back from you that really gracefully. Can. Except, hey, I'm going to give you what you always dreamed of and mm-hmm. what you deserve. So, you know, Chardonnay is just taking advantage of it. But, you know, sh- as she should. As she should. But see, this is my question, though. <laughs> Big, elaborate wedding does not erase what Jason did. Yeah. And, and you see that because she's still thinking about it. So it's like, look, you could have all this. You could have all the material, everything in the world that you want. Yeah. It's not going to erase what happened. And I'll, I'll just tell you from experience, that never goes away. You are always going to think of yes. those things. To me, the only time that you are going to recover from those things is when the next obstacle in your relationship happens. Exactly. And you'll totally <laughs> forget about the one that happened honest. before. Ex- I'm, but, no matter how lovey-dovey, like... <laughs> That's what you do. You just revert back to, you know, some of those negative thoughts or until Chardonnay messes up. That's true. And, and then that's when she's going to be like, oh, okay. 
now I know how it feels. Not saying that she'll cheat on him, but when she messes up big time in the relationship, that's when she'll kind of let it go. Yeah, you know, uh, and I agree, you know, obviously, because if she does mess up, then she'll, you know, they'll both understand what it's like to go through that and make exactly. it a whole lot easier to go through it. But Because she tried to kiss another guy, but it wasn't genuine. She wasn't really, like, yeah. cheating on him. She was just doing it to Trying get back. Trying to exactly. do it. Exactly. So it really That's, didn't, uh, yeah. didn't. Exactly. She needs to go to at least second base and mean it in order for it to really, you know, justify right. what she's trying to do. Can I ask you a personal question? Yeah, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm sure our viewers want to know personal <laughs> questions about me. Have you ever gotten cheated on? And if you have been cheated on, were you able to get over it? And if so, how? You know, I'm going to go ahead and answer that as personal as this is, and especially to our viewers, because they are faithful and they tune in all the time. And yeah, I'm going to reveal some stuff about me. So yes, the last relationship that I was in, I was with a young lady for about three to four years. And, you know, we, the ironic thing is we were both practicing abstinence throughout a relationship. Um, and See, I knew you weren't a douchebag. Thank you. <laughs> I thank knew you. it. Thank you. See, I, I'm glad at least one person doesn't think that about me. Bless you, Fallon. <laughs> so we were practicing abstinence, um, you know, just trying to honor one another and, and, and God. And, you know, the thing is, is that there were some turbulent times in our relationship. And to make a long story short, I ended up catching her. Not cheating on me, but going all the way with some other. Yes, it was very traumatic experience. Wait, going all the way? That's cheating. Well, excuse me. I meant to say not just like cheating, like kissing or, oh, okay. you know, holding hands. I mean, she went all the way. Aww, like there's cheating and then there's like cheating. Kevin. So, no, it, it exactly. It broke my heart. It, I was devastated. Aww. And to, I guess to answer your question and how do you bounce back from that? I never was. Yeah. I tried my hardest. I prayed on it. You know, we tried our uh, both, but I just always had that image in my head and I was just never able to get through it. Not to say that couples can't, but just me with it's me personally. It, it's you know? It, because you, it's not just the fact that they cheated, but they also violate your trust. Yeah. And once that trust is violated, it's so hard to get back. It is. So yeah. hard. Aww. But, you know, I she did try very desperately to get me back, buying me things, taking me to Laker games and things of that sort, which, you know, I was, you know. <laughs> Ladies you know, out there yeah. want to get Kevin's attention. Obviously, he's not a douchebag. He's a great guy. Get him a Laker game ticket. You guys could double, uh, not double date, but go on a date. <laughs> Thank you, Fallon. I almost feel like you're auctioning me off I there. Am. But thank you. I, I, I don't know uh, how my girl feel about that. But oh, yeah, wait, you have a girlfriend? <laughs> so anyways, really? um, we're learning so much what, about what is Kevin this get to know episode. Kevin episode. <laughs> so I'm sure our viewers are looking over at this beautiful young lady and wondering if you have ever went through something similar to that. And how were you able to bounce back? Yeah, um, I've, I've been cheated on. And, you know, I think I hate to say this, but uh, and uh, not to get religious, but like, you know, love is supposed to endure all. Mm -hmm. And oh, yes. if you want to be patient. forgiven, you got to try to forgive. Yeah. And um, you kind of just you just you try to move forward and look ahead. And, you know, sometimes you, you never stop thinking about it. But it's can you see the qualities of the uh, the person outweigh that one bad thing? Now, if they're continuing to do it over and over, mm -hmm. I think that's a different uh, circumstance. And can I say and this might sound stereotypical, but I think it's not easier for a woman to accept when a guy cheats and hard for, but I think women have less, less ego and it's, it's more common. I don't know. For some reason, it's like, it's more com. Well, it seems to be more common for a guy to, say, be to careful. cheat. Be careful. Be careful the way you generalize that. <laughs> but you know, you, you hear 
guys cheating more. Usually, yeah. and this is every guy that I know that um, that I know that a woman has cheated on them, they never take her back, or it doesn't. Yeah. There's there's very few men that I can say, oh, they have taken the woman back. Now let's Absolutely. ask how many women have taken their man back when they're cheated. I think the the ratio is much much different. And you know the reason why, and I'm gonna just sum this up so we can get back to the game. But I I, I think the reason why is. When a woman, ninety percent of the time, when a man cheats on a woman, a woman is to fill it's to fill a physical need. Um, it's just something physically that he's looking for. It's no kind of emotional tie, um, no kind of feelings invested. When a woman cheats on a man, usually it's not just to fill a physical need, but there's some kind of emotional need that's mm-hmm. filled as well, which is a little more dangerous because not necessarily are you just cheating physically, but you're cheating emotionally as well. Mm-hmm. And you're really building a rapport with this other person. And men already have egos as it is. So mm-hmm. they would hate for you to cheat on them physically. But when you're making that emotional attachment with a woman as well, that's, I mean, uh, as, that a woman's making with a man, that makes it all the more difficult. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if a... So I guess to kind of justify what you're saying, I do believe it's harder for a man Mm -hmm. to take a woman back than a woman and a man. Can I say this? You said usually when a man cheats because of a physical need, it's not a need. It's a want. Well, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I just want to clarify that. Thank you. You don't need. Well. It's not a need. It's a want. I, I agree with you on that. The only time it's a physical need, and I've heard this before in a lot of couples therapy, is because there's certain men that are not being satisfied in the room from their woman. But Maybe their not woman is not need. doing anything. So you I, don't I agree. need sex to survive. I I 100% agree. You're talking to the someone want. who practices abstinence. So <laughs> I, I know all about that very much so. But, um, you know, yeah, regardless, whenever you step outside of your relationship or marriage to get a need, a want, something satisfied, it is not right. So the question is this. Do you believe Jason had a physical need or want from Kelly that he felt that he needed to or wanted to kiss his um, ex-wife? Well, see, the, the tricky thing is, first of all. I wouldn't just call that any kind of random cheating because this is a woman that he had been with for a significant amount of time and married to. I didn't say random. I said ex-wife. Ex, oh, thank you. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think it was a little bit of both. I mean, the fact that he genuinely had feelings for her still, I believe that, you know, they're, they're still there and the fact that he was heavily attracted to her. So I believe he was feeling both not needs, but wants, I guess, since we uh, established that they're mm-hmm. wants. But, um, yeah, I, I, a hundred percent agree that it, it was, it was both, you know, because that's someone he was with. What, what do you think? Um, I think when you love somebody, there's always going to be that love there. They're always going to be, you know, have a piece of your heart, especially if you are married and you have children. And I think he missed her. I don't think it was a need. And yeah, it was a want, but I think he missed her and he realized you can miss somebody, but you're also by you know, crossing the, that boundary, you're breaking the trust of your current wife. Mm-hmm. So I think he wasn't thinking of that. He was in the moment, which obviously caused a lot of turmoil. Well, let me ask you this and mm-hmm. to all our viewers. Have you ever had a point in time when you have broken up with somebody and it's maybe it's been a period of time, but then you see them again, whether that's six months later, a year later, six years later, and then kind of like all those feelings come, come back. back and you see them and it's just like, you know, you kind of feel the same yeah. exact thing for them again. Yeah. No. And, yeah. And I think that's what he experienced. And we've seen it on camera. They had this connection. And I think 
to be honest, I think we as an audience, we all miss that. Yeah. We missed Kelly. And, you know, the executive producer said it himself. We missed her so much. We kind of kind of got her back to in the show to see her. We missed her so much. So yeah. we wanted to see that again. It just sucks that it was at the expense of his new wife. And now he has to go through all this. All of this to make, you know, to make her happy. And it, it is funny. You know, sometimes you will see men that do cheat and they try to make it up by oh. doing a show. For yeah. example, I guess it relates to the game because it's sports. Kobe Bryant, when, about 10 years ago when he cheated on his wife, what was the first thing he did? He went out and bought her a $5 million ring to try to, I guess, somewhat. Uh, and I think it's not only for the woman to feel loved, but it's also that ego. Let me prove to not only her, but everybody else here I'm trying to make up for it because you wouldn't I don't necessarily think that you would give somebody a ring that expensive just for that unless you have that bank account you know well, he does but I, I believe it was also to kind of kind of have her back and support her and show everybody else you know like right. yeah my man loves me yeah he messed up but look at this yeah. rock <laughs> which you know which is funny because at the end of the day the rock doesn't hide the humiliation doesn't it hide the doesn't. pain it doesn't you know it, and i think that's what we see jason with the wedding with the wedding yeah. he's trying to cover it up and you know he's holding his tongue and i know it's killing him because you know he's a cheap you know a cheap oh yeah. yeah so for her to be like oh there's no there's no limit there's no uh right just keep going exactly. whatever I you want to spend how much i want so <laughs> you want prince there you you want us to bring tupac back we will get him at the wedding we'll have a hologram <laughs> you know he's just going over and over and just going through flips and speaking of going through flips um, we see an interesting lovemaking scene with Malik and the trainer who are flipping around on the floor, um, just gymnast style. Uh, so, you know, we see them first jogging and, you know, obviously we know that there's, they're building up a lot of attraction towards one another. We, everyone saw the inevitable happening, which we saw tonight. Mm -hmm. But, you know, what do you think about her reason to sleep with him? The fact that it would, I I feel like she doesn't really value herself as a woman or she really wants to sleep with them too and is just trying to hide it because no woman or I can't say no woman I don't think a lot of women if you're genuinely just trying to be a platonic friend with somebody are going to allow that man to have sex with you and then just be friends that doesn't work especially for most women you give yourself to a man it's going to be more than friendship majority of the mm -hmm. time. So for her to sit there and say, you know what? You want to get this fantasy over? Come, fine. Let's have sex. Come and do me and get everything out. And then we can be friends again. Then we could go back to training. Yeah. To me, I, I think that was absolutely tasteless and just really tacky. I, I was... Go, no, no, go. You got excited. Take it. Take it. I was hoping when we were seeing the sex scene, I was hoping that was a dream and that she was just joking and she was just saying, yeah, yeah, yeah we can have sex. And I'm like, no, nah, nah, calm down. We ain't doing none of that. <laughs> yeah, it was not a dream. That was actual reality and they were going hard. I mean, they, they were. They corn were flakes on her and, and freaking ah. frosted or whatever. But you know, my thing in regards to that is, I don't know if maybe because she tries to play this hard woman, like you see this very, you, you know, she's gotten vulnerable a couple of times, I think, but you see her just try to play this very hard, 
um, you know, uh, not soft kind of lady. And I don't know, maybe that was just her way of maybe empowering herself. Like, well, guess what? If you want it, we can go do it, get it over with and get back. I, you know, and I, I kind of think it was just a, uh, I kind of think it was a, a coy. I don't think that was really, really her. I feel like there must be a part of her that likes him. Yeah. And especially it, how passionate they were. Like, oh, they, they was there passionate. There was biting and pulling yeah. hair and oh, yeah. scratching and... I thought we were about to see chains and whips right? in a second there. I mean, I saw everything. <laughs> she was going to pull out her Pilates machine. Man, I thought that weave was about to come off. But, uh, you know, another thing I was going to say is, you know, if she truly... I mean, if, give her the benefit of the doubt. If she truly just wanted to be platonic friends. Ladies, help me out with this. How many times... Have you slept with a man that was a platonic friend and absolutely no feelings, no emotions, any of that stuff actually, um, you know, was you built a connection like that? For me, never. I've never been with a platonic friend and it's been platonic, but exactly. it's because I choose. It's shout out to my best friend, Gavin. Um, it's his birthday today. We've been best friends since I was 14 years old and that's a long time i don't want to tell you how old i am but um yeah you're 23 today yeah (laughs) he um we've been friends for so long and i can tell you we have never crossed that line ever and i think it would have we i don't think we could be just friends if we did cross that line exactly exactly i mean i think once you cross that line you are opening yourself up well literally opening yourself up but just (laughs) opening yourself up for any and everything to occur you're opening your emotions up you're feeling you know you're allowing everything to come out so i I don't know you could just do that and then come right back to just being platonic like that i i do not see that that's like saying you know what let's jump in the water and jump right back out and i bet you will be dry as soon as we get out no you're gonna have residue on you you're still gonna be wet there's still gonna be things you know that are look at you kev hey i'm I'm i've been reading a lot of rick Warren books. I love but, Rick Warren. I know. Awesome. I know. Praise him. But anyways, um, you know, but yeah, that's the truth, you know. So I think that you will see the residue on and we them do. We after, see the cornflakes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with no milk. With you know no what I mean? Milk, yeah. Clearly they did not do 24 play the right way. All right. There is no hot sauce, no cream, but anyway. Um, but and, yeah. And it was funny to see TT like, oh, y'all don't want to come to my court date. Well, what about a threesome? And they're looking at him like. That was hilarious. Because every male has a roommate that is like that. That would just totally just say something completely irreverent and just vulgar. Actually, I think I was that roommate when I was in college. That was a long time ago, though. That's when Uh, you were a douche. That that was before I was saved, when I was a douche. (laughs) That was douche (laughs) pre-saving. Exactly. So anyways, speaking of saving, um, you know, in the next scene, we see uh, um, Kelly trying to save her, uh, I guess, her relationship with her daughter. Um, or actually, excuse me, let's rewind right before that when we see Tasha that is going through the baby mechanisms, 101, how to breathe, training, whatever that class is called. And she, you just really see her getting fed up, getting frustrated, hormonal, um, which I guess is what happens when you're in your mid forties and trying to have a, have baby. a baby. But, you know, I, you know, for the sake of everyone, I, I just really hope she finds the father, who the father of the baby is. Cause, you know, we only have two more episodes left. So I believe that the last episode, she's going to go into birth. And I hope, you know, somebody's in the waiting room uh, and is going to be able to sign the birth certificate because 
Yeah, that would not be a good look if it was just out and there was nobody there to. Do you think it. she's going to cave in before she gives birth and call uh, Rick or? Um... She has to. I mean, I know she's trying to play this hard role, like I can raise it on my own and do this, but I do think she's going to have some sort of revelation um, or epiphany, and it's like, look, you know, I don't want to have to go through what I went through with trying to raise Malik, Malik and the problems with his, that she had with his dad. Like, you know, I think that she would, um, you know, definitely try to do things differently this mm-hmm. time. Plus she needs help. We all know that she can't, you know, do this on her own. She definitely needs a dad there to but help. She, she also says she got money so she can hire but, someone to help her out. Okay. You got to realize money cannot buy foolishness. All right. Money cannot buy wisdom. Excuse me. And clearly she lacks that when it comes to, you know, um, how to care for or nurture a newborn baby. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see. Maybe someone, someone will come out the room, come out the, the room, the, the womb, womb, the womb and the room, <laughs> this is the, the waiting room and the womb. Some, some, someone's bound to come out. So we'll definitely see who that is. And then we end with, uh, you know, I, I guess speaking of the room, uh, you know, you, where do you have a wedding in a nice big reception room? And, uh, we have Jason and Chardonnay that are, you know, basically Chardonnay comes to Jason and tells him the issue that she still has. The fact that she keeps seeing the images of Kelly making out with him. and But I, I give Chardonnay props for being honest. And I think, you know, it's, it's very difficult to be honest in your relationship where it shows your own faults or your own insecurity. And I think that's why it was so hard for Jason to come out and say that he cheated. He actually faked himself into a car accident and faked his arm being, you know, hurt because he didn't. It's really hard to shine the light on yourself. And I give Chardonnay props for Mm -hmm. being vulnerable enough to be honest with her man and say, you know what? I am struggling Mm-hmm. with trusting you because that's what it is when you are replaying these images in your head over and over it's because they're that that trust has been broken mm-hmm. and i give her credit and you know i think i think jason will do his best to try to uh, make her feel better and try to gain her trust again mm-hmm. i know he ain't gonna kiss kelly again after this oh i think Cost he definitely learned this lesson too much money <laughs> way too much way too much and also the money that he co- that's costing him for crashing his prius in to the thing which it just also- cost them all around let me tell you jason everything comes to light remember mm-hmm. that everything that's biblical it is um <laughs> so that- with that being said you know i think it's about time that maybe we get into some predictions Ooh. for the next show Buzz. Ooh. So, Fallon, what, what, what do you got? What do you? I, I know you said a few predictions throughout this, but yeah. uh, what, what, what what are you thinking? I predict Kira and Blue will oh have some roomy drama now that they're sharing each other's space. Um, I predict that. Oh well, we kind of see it already. Chardonnay is going to c- confront Kelly. And kind of give her a piece of her mind. Mm. And Kelly's really going to see that tough side of Chardonnay. Yeah. Um, what else are we going to see? I think we are going to see Tasha Caven. She's going to call somebody. I don't know which one it's going to be. She might try to cop out and call Rick first because that's the easier one. <laughs> that really but- is. I, I think um, we're we're going to see her reach out to one of her potential baby daddies. And... I'm trying to figure out where I want to go with this trainer, Malik. I wonder, 
I hope this, and this is what's probably going to happen. They're really going to fall for each other. Boo. All right. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> well, what do you uh, think, Kev? I know, right? So let's start off. Kira and Blue. I- I'm at a point where I pretty much don't even really care what happens to them, but I-, I do predict that some sort of drama or something has to happen because their relationship is just so boring right now. Yeah. So something has to happen. I One of Blue's exes may come. Who knows? Something. Um, with Chardonnay and Jason, I, you know, I, I agree with you. I think that there is going to be some sort of confrontation with, um, uh, uh, Chardonnay and Kelly, which needs to be done because the thing is, it's going to be so hard for Chardonnay to move forward if she doesn't bury that, you know, or at least confront that, uh, issue that she has. Girl, with Kelly. it's not easy. It's a lot of prayer. A uh, lot uh, uh, of prayer. Jesus. And, uh, who else? Who else do we have? Oh, Tasha. Definitely, I, she's somebody is going to talk some sense into her and say, "Look, you need to de- figure out who this baby daddy is," and she's going to resist it at first, like Tasha always does. But she eventually is going to try. It's him probably going to be Malik. I predict it will be Malik who Malik, is going to be like, "Mom, are we really going to go into having this child without you knowing who the baby daddy is?" I think that's the only one who really can, other than her father. But I think he's the only one that she really respects that might, she to, might yeah. listen to. And speaking of Malik. I think Malik is going to uh, him and that girl, the the gymnast Trainer. girl. Mm-hmm. They're definitely gonna. What is the name? Yana. Yana. Something like that. They're going to. We kind of see it right now, but you see how they're starting to come together. They're going to end mm-hmm. up together, and she's going to completely resurrect his football. Oh, boring. Whatever. <laughs> At any rate, we thank you guys so much for walking for wa- walking for watching, <laughs> and you know, please comment. We love to read right, all of your comments. And you know what? This is the first show that I've been on where. I get excited reading the comments. Yes. I love to hear you guys engage and interact and share your opinions, even on what we say. Exactly. You know, I, I respect it. We do. And by the way, we open, we're open to feedback, criticism, everything, whatever you're thinking, we want to read it. So please say anything that Tell you like. Tell us your predictions. We want to know what you predict's going to happen. We do. We do. We like to know all of that stuff. Please keep the conversation going. We love to interact with you. And speaking of keeping the conversation going, Fallon, where can they reach you at? You can find me on Twitter. I'm back and tweeting again. So please tweet at me at FitWithFallon. I'm always on Instagram. Um, and then FitWithFallon.com for celebrity fitness news. There you go. Look at that. You're a woman to go to for all of that. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyKevinJohn, Instagram at HeyKevinJohn, or on my website, It'sKevinJohn.com. Thank you guys so much. For tuning in, listening to us, and Fallon, it was so awesome just holding it down with you today. It was nice to have yeah. our little like conversation where I got to know you a little bit more. Right, we got real personal. Yeah, you're not a douchebag. I like you. <laughs> Thank, well, I'm, I'm glad you validate that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Hopefully, they validate it as well. So, at any rate, that's our show for you. Keep the conversation going. We love you, and see you back next week, same time, same place for the game episode nine. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Oh, buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 